<laughs> Welcome guys to the Young Mind Podcast. This is actually take two uh, on the intro. I fucked up the first one pretty uh, bad. And then yeah. Anyways, this episode is a special one because it's almost 2019, so it's a happy New Year's uh, episode. Frank's are you crying over there? I'm crying. You crying, brother? I was dying. That was, that like was pretty immediate. funny. I know. So not only do we discuss uh, our resolutions, what or the we, lack thereof. Yes, what we plan to do for 2019. <laughs> uh, we discuss your New Year's resolutions and just how you sh- don't kid yourself and create unrealistic goals, right? We give the best five ways to start your your fitness and health resolution. Yes, Frank, it's, it's always it was five. five. It was it's five. It was five. fucking five. We didn't do it on purpose. I feel like we do that on purpose. We give the five best ways uh. to start your 2019 fitness and health resolution, specific to fitness and health, of course. Um, we also start talking about kratom in this episode. We re-explain what it is. I know we talked about it previously, but. We have some new new listeners here, so we talk about Kratom and what we're doing with Kratom in 2019, our oh. plans for a product line to better increase your life. And performance. And performance and optimization. Yes. So that's exciting. And um, this will actually be our last podcast till January uh, 10th, 2019, yeah. till in next year. Because Frank will be in Vegas, losing all his money, gambling, uh, uh, getting strippers, with, with Jen, Who he's knows? going with Jen, getting strippers. It'll <laughs> Honestly, be a fun time. So, yeah, it's a good episode. I think he just slammed the intro. Thanks, Justin. I'm here, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. All right, guys. Peace. So you graduated from school, but still have no idea what the fuck is going on? Good, because that was the point. Now you're just another mindless pawn in the system. But luckily, you stumbled upon the Young Minds Podcast, where we tackle the most up-to-date and relevant topics with unfiltered discussion aimed at optimizing this video game that we call life. Alright, sexies, it's now time to dim the lights, sit back, relax, and open up that mind. And before we begin this journey, we kindly ask you to keep your hands and feet in the craft at all times. And, while you're at it, leave us a beautiful review on iTunes or Facebook. Thank you. And it is up and ready right. to go. Happy, right. happy 2018. How was your 2018? <laughs> <laughs> wrapping up the 2018. Wrapping, up, wrapping right it up right here. No, dude, it has been a roller coaster. I was th- I was watching people's, in- I was scrolling through like Instagram, and then I went on Facebook specifically just to see if people went like elaborate, and they did. They yeah. went very elaborate. Actually, when I was making my post this morning, I kind of started typing out like, I was going to type out like everything I did this year, and then I yeah. fucking backspace. I was like, no. And not, not only that. is everyone doing that right like, now. We're not doing that. It is, it's just a way to f- like either flex on people or gain pity and sympathy. There's really no like. No, no. Like when I was doing it, no, because here's here's what happened to writing, me this morning. No, you didn't write it down. Oh, if you're you writing, you showed an appreciation post, which is is awesome. Okay, because whoever got that saying. was like, oh, Justin thought of me. I That's good. Saying. Not like this year, I went on a quest to fulfill my dreams as a a, a fucking whatever you name it, nurse, PA, fucking a student teacher, a, a gardener, whatever the fuck you do for a living. You love it, and now you're gonna tell us about it. And it's like then you have this long winded thing, and it's great, but the people who know you know your story. Like, you don't have to t- explain it. That's what Instagram's for. We Scrooge. saw it. We saw it. Haters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like we saw your whole year happen. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Now, for, for me, it was really cool this morning because uh, I have all my photos backed up to Google Photos. Yeah. So it br- actually breaks it down by year. So I just did all of 2018 and I started at January and I just scrolled and I looked through all the pictures. And, you know, I have so many pictures just because I take pictures all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cool to see, like, literally january 1st where i was in france with my family then in london and then when i got home and it, that was like when caitlin and i uh we weren't dating yet 
we were just like talking. So all the pictures when I had my own house, we were going, and I was just scrolling through the year and I was like picking the top photos. I was like, this one's cool to post. Like good memories. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, actually one of them, I didn't post it, but it was the video of all of us, all the boys at my house oh. playing the game. And uh, <laughs> what was it? Charades or something? It was, it was uh, guess. Uh, you have to like guess the word, right? Taboo. Taboo. Yeah. Taboo. So Adam goes, Adam's like, uh, you know, you're being timed. So he's talking really quick. He's like, it's something a girl does at night. And it was, uh, it was something with like, I think it was swallow. No, you go, <laughs> you go. So, so in the video, Adam's like, it's something a girl does at night. And he's doing this and he tapped his and all you hear thing. is Frank in the back go swallow. <laughs> Dude, everyone fucking starts oh, dying. But the context, there was more to it. There was definitely some more to it. Do you have it? something? I yeah, I have the video. Yeah, let's, let's Wait, bring watch that it up. Yeah, because it was funny as fuck. I was dying that night. He was like, it's something girls do at night and it was swallow? That was it? No, was that no, you said it was swallow. Normal. It wasn't swallow. I know, I know. But like, really, that's what I thought of? My fucking head was, Here, was there? Here's a video. All right, we're going to play you some audio, guys. What is Gives you a hickey. Gives you a hickey. Oh, the way that he tapped The word was hickey. <laughs> the way that he tapped his neck. Was well, because like you answered pulse. before you finished the question. Yeah, but anyway, so I was going it. through the entire year of photos, and I was like, you know, I was just like, okay, this has been a good year. And then I thought of like my mental state throughout the year, from January where I was at, my own house, and then through the middle of the year, moving back home, where I was at in my head, and then my goals too. I going through the pictures, you remember your goals at that mm -hmm. time. Like uh, in the beginning of the year, I was very highly into YouTube. Like really, just everything that. was YouTube. I had all these job offers, like a couple job offers with my f uh, friends who were very successful, and I turned it down because I was like, if I do that job, I won't be able to film for YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was just, uh, I was just, it was, it was nice to think back to what I was doing. Yeah, and you ever notice like you, you, uh, my reference, like what, what is your main reference point for time? Like for you, like if you look back, like oh, what were you doing in 2013? You'd be like, what would be the first like I landmark? Think I, high school. No, I mean, not, I'm not, I'm not even asking specifically oh. 2013, sorry. But if someone asked you hypothetically, like, oh, 2013, what were you doing? Do you, what is your, like, the base for your mm. time frames? Like, what would be the the thing that reminded you of that time period? I think of for what me, job it's like I was at. The job? for Because I've like, been through a lot of jobs. Yeah. I would You've say only it's, had it's one. jobs for me and girls I've dated. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's, it, it's colored this certain color like there's something my brain refers to like oh what were you doing in 2012 like, and you know why probably because oh, I, I was dating her at the time okay um probably because yeah, that takes up most of your time your job or your girlfriend when you're young like that takes up all your time exactly and like that's the most important thing to you at the time yeah right and like that's and to think of that it's kind of weird you're like oh i remember that because of what i was thinking about and then how you create your life from that point forward you realize okay well maybe that's my biggest focus maybe i have to work on not focusing on that so much because like i don't remember some of the uh some of the memories that i've had like throughout 2018 because i went through a breakup this year right so it was like a negative but positive because it makes me love what's going on now right so like i look back to different memories like uh who was i dating what was that about and my whole life is always i mean we've beat this to exhaustion on this podcast it's always been predicated on who I've been dating or wanting to date or wanting to get a girl. How'd I get into fitness? It was for girls. It was always, always something having to do with that. And finally at this point in my life, and as you know, we've talked in detail, like that problem's solved now, you know? And like, it's so, I'm so excited for 2019 specifically this one year of my life where we started this podcast. I'm f liberated as a person and I don't have that 
the women anchoring me down. You have one that you're excited to and like see beyond where excited. it evolves. Yeah, like right? she's away right now. She's been in Florida for about four days, and it feels like three years. Like I sincerely Aww, miss this shit. Yeah, but but I never. But dude, when and whenever I had a break from my ex girlfriends or girls that I've been talking to, I was always like, "Good, I get to breathe." Ah, and there was this pressure, and like I did it to myself. I don't know what it is or what the void was, but I finally have kicked that. And now I'm so excited for 2019 because it's just symbolic. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's just – if t- today could be April, and I'd be like, I'm so excited for the next months of my life. So, like, the whole New Year, New Me thing, I don't mean it. It just happened here, yeah. you know? So when I look well, back I wanna- at things, I'm like – the years don't really ever matter to me. Like people making New Year's resolutions. Like, I want to talk about this. I want to make it's, this podcast about New Year's resolution. Yeah, fuck yeah! And it's like when I look back, talk shit about it. I know, but it's like people are, are clumping years of their lives as like the the checkpoints. Like oh, 2018, I changed into this person. Oh, you probably didn't. You probably said you were going to change, but you never did. It's always like a month, right? January, yeah, maybe. Is maybe like that. the change period, and then yeah. you're just like fall right like, back into whatever's it. most important to you is usually the way that you look back at things. No one's like, oh, 2017 was a good year. I remember in 2016, I was going to make a change, and I did a 2017. That's never the re- that's never the thing you look back on. Some people do, some people, but it's not the majority. I've never heard it, but yeah, <laughs> I've heard people going into the new year saying, "This is going to be my year," and then like I they disappear. The I brought. I but started hearing it at work like yesterday. Yeah, but this is the first time ever in my life where I'm feeling like. This is the year because we have this built. I love this. Whether it does anything or not, this is what I love. And then having somebody by my side who's absolutely incredible, having you here, absolutely incredible. Like I have people, I have a team now. Now I actually have like people mm-hmm. around me that are like-minded that well, want it's, the it's same It's like goals. a team slash family. Exactly. Honestly. And I never had that. I always had really good friends who I was close with, but like every man for themselves and like respectably. Yeah. You know? And like, that's, that's not enough. You know, you need people around you where it's like, oh, that's contagious. I hung out with them and now I'm even more powerful instead of being like, oh, I'm hungover or oh, I'm tired now. Like every time you leave, I'm like, OK, well, here comes another fucking whirlwind of ideas and thoughts that go through my head. Oh, good ones, you know, like new prospects, new ideas. Um, so upcoming New Year's resolution. Do you have one? I was just about to ask you that. Like yeah. what? So I don't. I don't like to do. I don't do New Year's resolution because a New Year's resolution is like, what does that mean technically? That means, okay, January 1st, change. I've completely changed and this is the new me. And it's like, no, bro, I don't live. I live a life where I'm constantly evolving for the better throughout the year. So like January 1st is just a a normal, a normal, like if I think I need to evolve something, I will. Mm -hmm. You know, I live pretty optimized already or I try to. So I don't have like a specific New Year's resolution. But like you were saying, 2019 is going to be this great year for you. That's how I think. So for me, I look at 2019. I'm like, okay, this is the year where, you know, I want our own podcast studio. This is Mm -hmm. the year where I want financial freedom. Like, I know that's a lot to ask for. Yeah, that's it's a lot to ask for. But we're, we're, you know, or even the um, idea for what will bring you the financial freedom or laying down some of the bricks, like laying down the beginning. Yeah. You know, the first found the foundational level. I want that for 2019. And when I say like, I want shit for 2019, it's not just like, oh, I want it's it's I'm going to work my ass off for that in 2019 because Mm -hmm. Because it's 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 not only what I want, but it's what I see. Like you have to envision it first before you you have to believe in it. Otherwise, you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Even as much as you tell yourself, "Oh, I want it, I want it," you have to fully believe you want that first. So, 
everything with this podcast, with uh, living situation, financial situation, like I really believe that 2019 will be a pivotal, another pivotal point for me because I have everything set up. Like I have everything set up. It's all here. Everything's here in me, in this podcast, with you, with the team, like you were saying. But now it just needs to be executed. Like it's just like, all right, drive. Yeah. Go. You know, we have uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up with products. A lot of guests coming up. For 2019, a lot of guests. We have a trip, a Young Minds trip we're going on. Yeah, to a fucking huge event. We got to buy tickets. Uh, I thought we had tickets. What are you talking about? Airbnb uh, tickets. uh, Airbnb. Or just air. We need airfare. We didn't get plane tickets yet? No, I totally forgot. I'm oh, sitting yeah. here like, wait a minute. Because well, I said I was going to buy them, and you do. said, no, don't buy them. I want to buy them because you want the points. I, no, Instead of me points. getting the fucking points. No, oh, because you have points. Yeah, like I'm going to buy oh. my, my I thought you weren't letting me buy points. them because you wanted to get the points. No, well, I mean, I would, but that's not why. No, I have I was like, the stealing points. my fucking points, no, bro. No, dude, you buy your own ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing it with the... Uh, because I have points banked up. Okay. So I was like, why would I pay for this? You know, because yeah. the ticket was expensive. So I was like, all right, you know, it offsets the, mm-hmm. for me, mentally. It's it's useless. I mean, money's money, whatever. If I spend it on here or spend yeah. it on that, and it's, it's really but, so, um, for, so 2019 for me is mainly um, everything I just said. But then also I would like to, uh, I would like to increase travel a little bit. So in 2017, I went to France twice, Iceland 2017? 2017, yeah. 2017, France twice, Iceland, and then... uh, Oh, Bermuda. Bermuda. Uh, And then in 2018, I went to France, London, and Montreal. And now this year, I want to keep that up. And so far, I have already tickets to France and tickets to Austin, Austin, Texas with you. Hell yeah. So I want to keep the travel up because it just brings new experience. It's yeah, dude. I'm, I need to travel. I don't know. I don't get people. Do you know some people live on this island and have never left the island? I know that's the case. <laughs> you, have you do talked you understand to them? The I've culture, met them. The culture of the people that live here. Bro, that disgusting. means they have e- haven't even been across the bridge into New York City. They just are on ah, the island. I've never met those people. You've never met them. That's I've met weird. like a handful. That's where do you, where are you looking in garbage <laughs> cans? Like where the fuck? No, dude, who seriously, like I with? just need to travel. So 2019 is definitely going to be a traveling Everyone year. Everyone needs to travel because you know what it does. It, I, and I've I've talked about this before, but like it puts you in a new place where you don't have any more of your ritual, your regiment, your the people that you're with, your room. Just walking into your own house, don't you get like this immediate feeling of I'm home, complacent. I'm complacent. I'm not really going to think outside the box. I'm here. Like this, literally not going to think outside my box of the house, right? Like when I go into a new state and I'm just, or a new country, I land and then it's the, just like you cut the rope and I'm running. Yeah. I'm running for something. I'm going to find something. And it feels so good. Do I don't know about you, but when you travel, it feels so good. Like when I travel on my own, it's, I feel so independent, like so independent, even though I'm independent here, like I do all my own shit and no one does anything for me. There's just a different feeling of independence when you travel. There's a so groom. 2019 has to be filled with that. Hell yeah. hundred percent. I know. And I, I mean, I'm with that without a doubt. Um, and we should book I mean, a you're, trip. you're leaving fucking tomorrow. I'm yeah, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, no, no two, two days. Two days. Yeah. Going to Vegas. We're going to go with Jen. We're going to go to, it doesn't matter. We're really bad with dates. It's January 2nd. Okay. So we're starting <laughs> off the new year in a different state kind of. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to Vegas to go see your dad. And then after that, we're going to take a road trip to the Grand Canyon from there. And Zion. And then you have to go to Zion. Zion and you have and to go work out at St. George. Cook's gym. Yeah. yeah. Steve well, Cook's gym in St. George. In, we're going to stay in St. George so that we could like do stargazing at night and like kind of just hang out in the desert, whatever. And then go back to Vegas and then 
Go to his gym Buy and get him edibles. to come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he'll be right there. All right. Steve I, Cook. I, I, the bodybuilding guy, right? Bodybuilder.com guy? He blonde, used to be bodybuilding. Like blonde hair he's guy. with Gymshark now. Yeah, guy's like shredded to his bone. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he's fucking Well, he's 33 man. years old. That's Every time I see him. He's not even him, in his prime. I'd he's say, kinda, honestly, your prime is like 37. And you then think it's, so? If you keep up with shit like that, you could be 37 taking the anabolics that he might be taking. I don't know. I don't know. He's, I whatever, couldn't tell you because he's pretty natural looking. He, yeah, he does look natural. He doesn't look like fucked yeah. up. Um, but like I see people who are like 37, 38. I'm like, that's still, you're still youthful. Yeah. Like you're still doing it. And then after, cause I'd say your strength, like strength wise, if you just think of people in their strength, like I see people definitely in your thirties is your prime over your twenties, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause you can just keep going. A lot of times I see his pictures and I'm just like, fuck, like I need to look like this. And then I'm like, hold on, hold on. He's 10 years older. Not even Relax. That. Just, I, I want to look like what his backgrounds are. Everything he's done I've in seen life. him in like the. Ca- no, he lives in Utah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Saint he lives in St. George. I've seen pictures of him like out just hiking oh, in like yeah, Red Rock. Bro. I'm like, that's what I want to be doing. Of course. Utah's but I want, beautiful. I want like, if my Instagram has to look like something, I want it to be that I was living here in all these places instead of like, oh, I went here once. Here's one picture of me there once. Like, no, no, no. I want to actually embody that. I mean, you I know, you know, I'm down time. to move to Utah, Colorado. I, like, you yeah. know, I'm down. A million percent. And California, the cost of if living. all of a sudden we become stupid fucking rich. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I would not move to California if I wasn't making like yeah. stupid money. Yeah, no, because then you'd just pointless. be living here, but yeah. like with nicer weather, which is a little better, but it's not worth it. Like I'd rather just live in Arizona at that point. Mm-hmm. And then be like, all right, three hour drive to LA. Like, fine. Well, yeah. St. George is super close. It's an hour drive to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So if you live in St. George, you could, you know, if you like to go see shows and Cirque du Soleil and stuff. Vegas is right doing. there. We're actually doing that. Cirque, Cirque du Soleil? Cirque du Soleil. I fucking love yeah. Cirque du Soleil. Has she seen it? No. Have I you seen it? I. No. 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 But I have such an Which appreciation for the Which human body. Which one are you seeing? Which one are you seeing? So, I don't know. She said she bought us tickets. Is it Wintuck? So is it? I don't know, dude. I didn't go oh, that deep. Bro. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to see the circus. Like, you're going to love it. I'm going to be happy. Bro, you're going to, your mind's going to be blown. I watch people on Instagram doing these, like, the seesaw. So, like, they jump just, on one side and, they, and they land and they're like, oh, triple backflip. Hold on. Let me just risk everything. I've seen they're fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, I need that in my life. So, hundred percent, you're gonna love it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so for are you at a point? No. Did you have a point? No. Yeah. I was so gonna say because I was saying St. George is an hour from um, Vegas, and then a four hour drive from LA. Mm. So you can like take an extended we- if you live in St. George, you That's can take an extended saying. weekend you're on hub. the beaches of California. I think four hour drive. I honestly think living in Vegas is probably the smartest thing someone could do logistically if you want to live in the U.S. What is it? What? For cheap. So, all right, if you can make money remotely, mm-hmm. right? So, like for us, if we want to make this product, um, we'll live remotely. I mean, we'll make income from outside sources, right? So, like all logistics and everything gets taken care of. We don't need, we could have an office there, it would be cheaper. We'd be making money that we would make anywhere, anyway, right? And then on top of that, you could go west, north, south, and east, and there's something awesome within two to three hours of each side instead of here where it's like oh plane ticket automatically automatically mm-hmm. we need a plane ticket for, for anything like outside of new yeah. york but i have uh i've been to vegas twice and i have family friends who actually live there it's like it's an and okay, i'm only saying it's an that okay because it's to live. super cheap is that, it that's only i've never looked at, I've never looked at uh, a nice house like a nice size house with very minimal taxes they have one percent property tax 1%? 150 yeah hundred fifty thousand dollars get you a house that's about three to four thousand square feet Shit. It's gross. It's gross. Why? Is it just because there's nothing out there? <laughs> it's because it's just barren land. I mean, it's there's 
there's really nothing going on there. There's no, there's not that big of an economy either over there. Except for the strip. Except for the strip. The strip is it. Yes. So if you're making money remotely from home or through the internet, well, why not? And I think that's why Steve Cook lives in St. George. It is. Because he's I mean, making all beautiful. his money remotely. Making all of his money remotely, and he gets his to live gym in the only most has 140 place. members, 150 members. And he probably pays nothing for rent, nothing. Uh, for and whatever. It's a huge Have lease. you seen pictures of the facility? No, I don't. Massive. I don't really know him. I okay. once you said it, I was like, wait, that name sounds familiar. And then it's just like you, Texas when you have a, a gym in Texas, bro. It's a warehouse, a massive warehouse yeah. for so cheap. Exactly, and that's why you know what we're no, doing. I'm here down is to move. Are we forced. moving for 2019? No, no chance. <laughs> no fucking no chance. way. But what's also cool for me and my job, I uh, this is the year. This is the year. Yes, man. this is the year where we don't have to explain it. Explain it to everyone because I know so, what's going on. But so my job, I work for a big healthcare company in New York. I do sales and marketing for them. Uh, when I first started, I started because they would put you through your MBA. So they paid for your MBA. So for me, and it was between. Uh, your MBA in quality management or your MBA in uh, healthcare. And for me, I said, well, if I do my quality management one, I could kind of bring that anywhere. And at the time I was thinking, I want to work up the corporate ladder. I want to do, you know, (laughs) and no matter where I go, it doesn't matter where I go. Like I could work for lifetime fitness and then work up the corporate ladder, you know? So quality management kind of applies to anything. So I was like, if it's free, it's for me. And it's a two year, two year, uh, Degree, yeah, and then after you graduate, you owe the company that you work for two years of employment. Otherwise, if you were to quit or get fired in between those two years post graduate, you you would have to pay for how much for however many remaining months are left. So, if I worked for a year after I graduated, I would owe them half the tuition. Mm -hmm. If I quit now or got fired now, I would owe them uh, one quarter of the the tuition. So right? when it, what month exactly? So May? F- May. May 21st. So May, the leash the gets leash taken off. Gone. And then if I want to make a move, I can and I don't have to pay anything out of pocket for yeah. a degree I'm probably not going to use. Yeah. You know? So it's great. It's great as a fallback. I just it's paid great. off. I had to pay off my whole degree that I fucking didn't use. Yeah. You know, it's, just a couple months ago. Exactly. And, you know, if anybody is in that situation where they're thinking about going to school and they don't know what they're doing, I don't know if school's for you. I don't think school's for too many people. It depends on what you want to do. I don't want to give that blanket statement. But and it depends what kind of person you are. You have are. to really... Uh, let's let's put it this way. Instead of talking about us right now, right now, right? People who are making a decision right now in their lives or thinking about something, use this new year as just a physical cutoff, right? So, like, you could actually use this as a reference time. Like, the beginning of 2019 was when I made this decision. Make the decision that you're sitting there lingering thinking about. Because for us, it was the podcast, and it was like, all right, let's just fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And this was a commitment. There was so much to do to make this happen. We're not just talking into an iPhone. So much and so much time. So well. much time. Like if you took the hours that we spent, it's eight hours a week, like physically. No, three times a week. So it's 12 hours a week physically. In but there's person. more to that. There's and everything there's you do outside. That's of, what I'm saying. Of the work hours. So it becomes this like new responsibility that we put on ourselves, but we made a decision and we made a commitment and this is something that we're doing now, you know, and people are probably sitting out there like, oh, I wish I could do that or I wish I could do this. And maybe if I had more time, I can do that. No, you can. You, you can. You're just so making a girl the wrong DM'd decisions. me yesterday and said, oh my God, I love your YouTube videos. How did you start? Because I wanted so bad. And you know what my answer was? Just start. 
Like there's no other answer. So you just have to start. You're going to be really bad in the beginning. You're not going to know what you're doing. Look at us with the podcast. We fucked. Yeah. We, our first three episodes went in the trash, right? Because <laughs> we couldn't get it. Horrible. Dude. So I told her like, just start. Literally grab a camera and start. That's it. That's all I did. Yeah. She was like, oh, okay. But like, what are you are, looking for? Like what kind of looking answer, for that. You know? They're looking for that quick. Like, oh, like put it this way. I'd say people looking for that type of answer are, are, let's, I'll give you an example. Like, so say someone was like, oh, how did you start working out? I, I, I just don't know how to start working out. If they didn't know that pre-workouts existed, right? Someone who really wants like bodybuilder, like become something like an athlete. And you never told them about, about pre-workout. And they were like, but it's so hard. I just can't get the motivation to go to the gym. Like I just really, every time I go there, I'm just tired. And I just, how do you get motivated? But you never told them that you take pre-workout. But they come across this one person who's working out and they ask them, how do you start working out? And then they go, oh, well, actually, there's this stuff called pre-workout. You know, you find a brand, find a flavor that you like. And before you go to the gym, just shake it up and drink it. And if it's a strong pre-workout, that's a drug, right? And that person will be like, holy shit, here was the answer. See, Justin couldn't tell me. Frank couldn't tell me. They didn't tell me that this is the po- this is the way I could get there. Holy shit, I feel so good. I, I love working out now. And then they become attached to that. And they're like, well, now I need that to work out. But at least it's getting them to work out. Maybe they needed that kick in the ass. And now, for because for me in the beginning, I needed pre-workout. When I first started working out, if I didn't have pre-workout. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. But I didn't, for me, I, I, would like, never, a secret. I would never suggest that to anyone. I wouldn't, right? Because but then it's like you're set up for failure almost. You are, right? And I'm not saying that's a great example, but yeah, what it it's is just an example. is a psychological example where it's like someone's looking for maybe that little edge in, maybe that little that little ramp into that domain. So for for, for me, I you know, know I that that done? was the case. I'm going to respond to her after, after this because I'm like, fuck, I, I didn't give her anything. I'm going to tell her the first camera I bought, the G7X, Canon G7X. You had that, didn't you? I, I have one camera, whatever that is. It's oh, an oh, your ex had the G7X. Sure. Yeah. She bought it when I was with her. I bet. Yes. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah, so I'm going to tell her that this is the perfect camera to start with because it's not expensive, very good quality, it's handheld, compact, 100%. Yeah, yeah. so getting an get answer, you. getting a response from somebody, and it's like, oh, well, I have something that they, they, they gave me some sort of information. Now it's like, oh, that was a good ramp into that world, right? And, you know, whether it be the right advice or the wrong advice, some people just need that thing that clicks, and that's why people ask some stupid questions. Sometimes people are like, well, what's uh, what's the difference between uh, grass-fed steak and corn-fed steak? Like, wh- what's the big deal? And then you tell them the, the reason, and they're like, well, I don't get it. And then they're like, fuck the significance, I don't care. But if you were able to somehow explain to them how it will affect them, and they could, there's something tangible or something that they could understand, then it makes sense. But it's still the same question being asked. It's just a matter of how you deliver that answer. And for a lot of people, they just need that. They need that secret golden answer that's specific to them. And some people, it may have been the pre-workout for working out. Maybe for some people, it was just know that it's going to take two weeks for you to even feel a difference from working out. Just know that and drill that in. And then the person goes, okay, I need to make it at least two weeks. Let's see. You know, like there needs to be some way to translate a message to people. And, you know, no matter what it is, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, not just our responsibility, but anyone's responsibility who gets asked a question to give somebody an answer that is, it's, it's, it has substance, mm-hmm. you know? So like telling her, oh, just start. It's like, it's hard. And I, I know what yeah. you mean exactly. Well, because that's just how we, exactly. how you do we it. we jumped into this, like, ah, oh, fuck it. But, but I guess I've you, never been the type to ask others questions. If you I didn't know, if you personally didn't know about audio, like, 
I would have been sitting here like, how the fuck do we start with like audio? Like I, if it was just me and Matt sitting here and then you sitting here just not knowing about audio, you'd be like, hmm, we got to ask somebody how we start. But like yeah. you knew something about it. So it gave me confidence to then say, okay, I'm going to do more things. And like, I just had this unnecessary confidence, but then I had it. And then I went about all these other things super oh, you're right. ready. You're right. You know? So like just some people need that little, that little click. So and that's why flip- New Year's resolutions for people help a lot because- they're they're finally gathering some of the things to do it on this definitive date and they're starting now and like that's the trigger you know just to kind of tie it all so now do you do new year resolutions i don't do resolutions because well in the beginning i thought i thought i was just too good for them i have to admit like maybe three four years ago when i was like peak i just started learning so much about health and fitness i was like i know everything about this shit like i don't need to and i associated it only with health and fitness like New Year's resolutions. Well, honestly, that's, I didn't think of it financially. That is honestly the majority of people's resolutions. It's something physical. Yeah, it's health and fitness. Yeah, because it's the most important thing in your life. Well, it's, and, and it's what a lot of the majority lacks. And I mean, seventy percent of Americans are obese. Yeah, but for me at the time, like I mean, throughout my entire life, it was I have school, I have work, I have all this shit I got to do. I'm just on vacation for school. I'm gonna go right back into class. Like, there's nothing exciting about this new year. Like, I'm just starting a new semester. So, what am I really gonna change? And then I was always into health and I was always into fitness. So like, eh, I'm just going to wait it out. And then now when I have the time, now that I'm not in school anymore, now that I work a job, I really don't care too much about. And then now I'm doing this. Now I feel like, oh, there's something I could do, but I don't look at it. And you explained it before. Like, I don't look at it as, as this definitive line where I go, okay, I'm going to step over that. And now it's 2019 and whew, look at this brand new skin, brand new hair, brand new eyes. Like I'm not new, I'm nothing different. I'm the same person. You know, but it would be a cool way to kind of uh, mark where you start to do something different that you were thinking about doing. Like what I was saying earlier, if you if you have something that you want to do or a change you want to make in life, make this the time. This way you have this definitive line. But if don't just create one. Don't just be like, uh, I'm going to start doing that now because it's not passion. You're not passionate about it. But do something that's been bothering you for a while. And a lot of people, that's weight. A lot of people, that's their health. What's for you? I'm, I want to hear for me, yours, it's, though. It's, it's, like, what do you think for 2019? For me, for 2019, I mean, it's what we were talking about before. It's what I texted about yesterday. Um, we know Justin and I personally have a, a something that we use. If you want to look at it here. Kratom. Is our, uh, it's my new herb of choice. Um, and it is legal. After a bunch of drama. <laughs> That's the first thing you say yeah. about it. It's legal. And it was a bunch of drama behind it and a bunch of skepticism. And people are afraid to capitalize on it. Let's actually t- talk again about what it is. Because the last time we talked about it yeah, we had was like, a while ago. Yeah. And now we have like a whole new audience. Got it. Okay. So Kratom is an herb found in Indonesia, Southeast Asia. It's been used for thousands of years from hundreds of thousands of years almost however long people have been around right and that's up for debate um and basically they would warm this leaf up in tea right and that tea would give them an opiate like effect and also give them some sort of dopaminergic effect which is dopamine in the brain which is the feel-good chemical like the accomplishment chemical that we secrete in our brain and those things together feel good. They increase your mental acuity. So like focus and your drive for the day, your mood, your overall, my, my one thing from this was mood elevation. Yeah. It elevated so like we, my, so opioids, my ability to communicate. Opioids are, is like a Molly MDMA. No, it's not, it's not no, a, no. Uh, opiate. Opiates opiate. are for pain receptors. 
opiates they bind to our pain they bind okay to okay receptors i use molly for pain okay molly molly is for i use that example pain. to talk about the the feeling so okay. but anyway hold on, right. hold on well abuse of opiates can increase dopamine which makes people feel really good yes all i wanted to say is that op- opioids or opiates same what's thing. the word same thing opiates, right yeah. opioids uh they take your neurotransmitters your serotonin your dopamine um bunch of other stuff and they raise it like through the roof right mm-hmm. the, this is when i usually use mda and i say when you take molly or when you take heroin or pills or all those opioids they you feel here like if i mean you can only yes. see it if you're watching youtube <laughs> really high above my hands head. all the way above my head like you feel up here your dopamine is up here kratom what it does is it's not exactly an opioid but it plays with those receptors it binds to them in such a way that does not overdo it to where you become addicted to it. Yeah. It so, elevates your natural. So what it is is, let's say the cap for your natural dopamine uh, limit is 10. Is 10, right? When you take Kratom, your dopamine will just raise to 10. And it literally stays at, it's like your natural and it's happiness. it's dose-dependent too, so it won't always bring you to 10. Yeah, right? and it'll also when you take it, when you take Kratom, you don't feel it. It's not a stimulant. Mm-hmm. There's no... For example, when you take coffee, right? Caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant. You know you're on. You're like, oh shit, the coffee just hit me. You know. Yeah. When you take uh, MDMA, you yeah. know when the mile. You know when you're rolling. You're like, oh fuck, th- this is good. It hit. When you take kratom and you're going about your day, you don't feel anything. You don't know. You know what it is? Here, you know what kratom is like. Kratom is like if you had a if you had like a scratchy throat and you stubbed it and you cut a nail too short one day. Those two things, right? Like they're what? little, hold on, hear me out. You have like this little bit of pain. It's kind of annoying, but like it's whatever. And then over time throughout the day, you kind of just get over it. You know, like when you cut a nail too short and like every time you touch something, it kind of I hurts. would say that's even just too hear much. Me out. Hear me out. Because you don't feel Kratom at all, bro. Uh, you didn't hear my example. Now this whole example got, has gone to shit. If you have a little scratchy throat, right? So you're a little uncomfortable in the throat and then your finger or something, you cut a nail too short and it's like there's that pain throughout the day. Very light. I get you. Right? I have it's it right like, now on my thumb. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying, but it doesn't ruin your day. It doesn't fuck you up. You're not like totally screwed for the day. But when those things subside, there's this like really nice appreciation for life when you're like oh my sore throat's gone like that scratchy throat's gone and like my finger healed up like ah so much better than it was yesterday but you don't feel better you're not like elevated you're just back to baseline you're where you want to be right like it takes all the little kinks out so the opiate effect it actually decreases pain so like when i'm sore from working out it actually decreases my soreness so that when i work out that day while taking kratom i get the natural dopaminergic and serotonergic effects i get that boost and then i get this the opiate effects which dull in any soreness or pain or tight stiff muscles so now i have like this cbd effect while also having some sort of caffeine effect it's yeah. like having no, caffeine big... and cbd in one and it, it's not making me better but it's bringing me to baseline to homeostasis to homeostasis it's, it's a pain reliever for a lot of people who have uh actually you know what a lot of people switch over to this who have back injuries or some serious injury and they're taking uh hardcore like prescription pills yeah. and they'll switch to kratom which is just a leaf it's just like marijuana it's just a leaf mm. and they'll stop taking uh medications because yeah. they don't need it anymore and that's why it was it was so if anyone's doing their research right now about kratom k-r-a-t-o-m it is it was illegal last year it no, was 2016, in 2016, 2016 sorry 2016. two years ago three um 
Ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So about two years ago, it was illegal. And the reason why it was illegal is because anything that gets in front of pharma, big pharma gets stomped. It gets fucked up. But luckily to the Joe Rogan podcast and Mark Bell, two of the biggest leaders in the Kratom movement, they were able to have a petition signed where they got a bunch of people, a bunch of listeners of the podcast and of the documentary to sign this petition. And it actually got taken off of the, the watch list from the government mm -hmm. and you know what's so funny? now it's legal and go to your nearest smoke shop and go get yourself some magda kratom because the shit is incredible you know what i find hysterical there's one story one story where this mom claims uh, that kratom killed her son yeah one story hear this and it's it's a claim it's not even it's it's the kid killed it's, himself it's physio physiologically not true like kratom can't kill you yeah it cannot we don't know of a lethal dose. It's just like marijuana. You can't die from marijuana. Yeah. But this kid killed himself, committed suicide. So this mom went on this huge strike against Kratom because he was taking it. And it was like the only outlet. Like she won't accept that her son had psychological issues and or whatever, yeah. whatever it may be. Because I don't know. No, the kid was a chronic drug user. And like like hardcore thing, drug, right? He was hardcore drug, so he was into heroin and he, and meth. Those were his two that he he went back and forth with, right? And two totally different things. So heroin would take pain away and give you euphoria, and meth is just like Adderall's caffeinated brother. Like, it's just the same fucking thing. Um, they're not the same thing, I'm sorry, but they're both, like, really, really addicting and very hard to kick. Now, he's been consistent in those, in those two. He's been very consistent. And then the one time he took Kratom, with those, piggybacked all of those, that was the night that he ended up killing himself. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? Well, I'm not piggybacking those two. But the funny thing is, drugs, this is so. one story. One story yeah. that's a plausible. Yeah, exactly. And how many how many people die from Advils every year? You take a too lot. many Advils, liver failure, done. But Advil's like a family name. It's a family mm -hmm. brand. Everyone's got Advil in their house. Yeah. Uh, fucking Oxycontin. It's, like it's, just, it's just ridiculous that there's even like this stigma because i remember the first time we talked about it i got a couple dms like oh kratom um no you got that? that's not good yeah i got a bunch couple of people what the hell is and that? caitlin's brother too he's like no don't fuck with caitlin uh don't fuck with caitlin <laughs> don't fuck with caitlin don't fuck with kratom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a lot of people are like so iffy about it and i'm like bro it's a fucking plant think about mm. all the shit you take all day like it, people's perception so backwards it's, it's a it's, plant it's there's leaf. so many things that i want to help fix in society and it's like we this have is one of them and one of them it's but this stems from just listening to what we think are superiors so our parents the law like the government and our parents they're i'm sorry my learning parents too. are amazing people they're all still learning but about they this shit. they weren't born with a laptop and the internet and social media they don't have the interaction and the integration of a global society they don't have that they don't have that in their bank in their growing up so when they think that we're all hippies and we're very kumbaya and we're not realistic we are realistic relative to our time so when we see new things that actually have no negative side effects whether it be a drug or something just a product or something physical or an experience 
we look at it objectively and we say, okay, well, what what's wrong with this? Why is everybody so angry about it? Where's the negative? And if you really want to find the answer and the results of, of something or a quest or a question that you have in life, you could go on the internet and do your own research. You could talk to people who are experts in the fields and then you could come up with your own conclusion. But when you hear the word Kratom and you go, I heard that that's bad. And then you can't even tell me where you heard that it was bad. Well, you're, you're following that same de-evolutionary idea of just listening to somebody who has this preconceived bias anyway and then you're stuck in this subjective world where you don't gain any insight into anything new and you live in a fucking bubble and then your life doesn't accelerate because you're not open to new ideas and this right here is going to change our lives and the rest of the world and i can't wait to be the, yeah. the people so the way that frank so for 2019 I... we're about to fucking drop some bombs on you guys yeah we have a whole product line releasing of hey, a bunch of uh there we go holistic bang, bang. now we got to do that what no that's it that's <laughs> no, what i'm I gonna mean, say yeah there's a whole product line there really is i mean we're in the works we have shit yeah. made already it's in my it's, like, it's in a mason jar yeah you know so but, um yeah well, so if we you're looking use, to get an edge on your workouts and you're looking to decrease pain post-workout and there's also anti-inflammatory in a little bit yeah, properties exactly. anti-inflammatory yes. properties exactly. in kratom exactly it's fucking great and what we what frank and i use it for uh we made our own right pre-workout <laughs> yeah we we literally bought um everything that's in pre we bought like it it's self-separated so like a powder we bought a bottle of yeah, yeah a bottle of beta alanine, a bottle of creatine, a bottle of kratom powder. Um, what else do we put in it? So beta alanine is is something that helps. If for people who don't know, for a pre workout, it is something that helps buffer lactic acid. That is the 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 pain or the sore feeling that you get in your muscles. It's that chemical that's secreted after muscles break down. Yeah, it's in um, all pre workouts. It helps buffer that so that you don't feel that during your workout, so you could last longer. Oh, we bought caffeine. We that's bought caffeine, we bought. as you know what that is. So then we mixed it all together, and we have mason jars with this nasty ass tasting powder yeah in it. that's our next because we didn't have any uh there's uh, no flavor flavor we yeah. put stevia in it so it'd be a little sweet but it, yeah I don't but really sweet think it. is not the answer no. we need like a pineapple we or found a pineapple powder works yeah. pretty well it works very well it's just now a matter <laughs> of getting the scooper size smaller mm -hmm. but anyway you know. that's how we take kratom with a pre-workout or how we used to we haven't done that in a while we used to yeah because we're just taking a lot of time away from it yeah. because we were kind of skeptical about legalities with it but it's legal and we have the green light. So just uh, keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open for that. because. That's and if you go buy Kratom, uh, two grams is the serving size you should take. Yeah. Any more than that. If you go up to like five grams. So what's cool about this as well, which we didn't explain dose wise in low doses. So a low dose of Kratom is about one to two grams. One to three grams is a low dose. Let's say that's the ballpark. You will feel this slight elevation in mood, energy, and awareness um, and slight decrease in pain, but not too much. But if you were to take three upwards of eight, I've never gone that far. I've gone to five. Well, we've done. <laughs> I think we've done five on the podcast and it gets, it gets a little squirrely, but by that, not in a bad way, just like make sure you're not doing anything that's really important because you you're going to be sedated. You feel giggly. You feel sedated you know? and giggly. Yeah. I want to say it's like if anyone's ever taken a Xanax or something I've that's a, an anti-anxiety, it's like that. It, it gets you there, but then physically it's like taking an oxy, oxycodone, whatever the the minor one is. I took for my, mm. my teeth one time. And yeah, I was Joe like, Rogan, shit, Joe like Rogan explains one time he took loose. 10 grams. 10, right? Yeah. He took 10 grams and he was like, holy fuck, <laughs> I was high. Like yeah. high. You were clearly 
high. And but he did explain too. He was fully functional. But yeah, I was gonna say he said he, he had was conversations. Really high, he was not, at a party, right? Yeah, no anxiety, but high. So like, if anyone smokes weed, it's like getting really high without the paranoia. And but you like, think clearly. You literally of- you think perfectly clearly, clear, clearly, <sighs> clearly. For example, I can take. Um, well, that one time where you made a smoothie and <laughs> the mystery dose, dude, this is so funny because oh, when we buy it, we buy capsules. Each capsules is a 0.5. It's measured out. So you know how much you're taking, right? You could take two grams. Uh, Frank bought powder and we made smooth smoothies with it. And instead of measuring, <laughs> he takes the fucking powder and just goes shake, 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 shake. Uh, that's good. Uh, a little more shake, shake, shake. And just he just makes a smoothie above. with, with <laughs> zero measurements Nothing. of the kratom. So we drink it and. I mean, maybe like 30, 40 minutes later, right? Into the podcast. Oh, we were mid-recording. Dude, we were mid-recording. Oh, so we could find I it. I don't remember which episode it was. I don't remember We were either. sitting here like... the first one. Mm, like, um, like, I was shit. I was staring into Justin's eyes only. <laughs> like, all I saw was his eyes and like, I couldn't stop just staring. But like, I wasn't thinking of anything. But I was just like is, staring. While, while we were on that and in quotes felt high... We still made a podcast. We produced it. We edited it. Not edited it, but we made a, the content. We edited stuff. We played a game of Pong. Like, we were good. We weren't... Yeah, like it wasn't a, like... We weren't a handicapped yeah, high. exactly. Like, you'll get sometimes if you smoke weed mm-hmm. too much or if you drink, obviously, or if you take Oxycontins and you become handicapped. Yeah. But you're so high. And addicted. Yes. There's that's no another addiction. thing I want to Yes, say. there's no addictive this, properties. That's the reason why I really want to talk about this because... And I brought up pre-workout before... If anybody here has taken pre-workout before, like you just know that it is a habit forming thing and habits are not that bad, but when you can't stop a habit, then you start to go towards the thoughts of addiction. Like, am I, am I addicted now? Like, is this what's happening? Am I physically addicted? Can I function without this? Cause a lot of times, like for me, my habits are smoking weed at night, right? That's a habit, but it's a habit that I find productivity and I find like it helps me but then I have to really ask myself the question sometimes like wait wait, why are you doing this like you're really tired why are you smoking like do you have to and I'm like "Mm, probably not no right do you still smoke on nights like that no I won't oh you won't you're able to not recently remember a little while ago I was like I'm gonna start weaning off just to see what it feels like and that's my weaning off it's like every once in a while improve a little bit maybe I don't really know how it affects it but maybe um and you know, you have to ask yourself those questions and pre-workouts like people cannot work out without a pre-workout. I mean, I'll raise my hand right now. Like, yeah. That's me. Like, oh, I, I, I'm all right. Well, I'll take it light today if I don't have my pre-workout. Like that is an association that might not be productive. So I that can that happen with Kratom. 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 Caitlin and I took Kratom and went to the gym the other day and we didn't take pre. And I was like fucking I and that's, perfect. And, and did you contemplate taking pre or was it like, I don't even care? I it was like 20 minutes in the workout. I looked at her and I was like, oh shit, we didn't take pre-workout. And then we kind of just agreed that we don't need it. Yeah. Because we that were happened good. with us we the other time. We were very good. And when you and I went to Lifetime the other day before our other podcast. Did we take Kratom? We took Kratom. We microdosed, but we took Kratom. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, we were just like, dude, I don't need a fucking pre-workout. But mine is a pump agent. So like, and it tastes good. So I'm like, all right, well, it's just pump stuff. And if you don't need that stim. So what... You and I saw in this product or saw in our future is why don't we take the addicting part out of pre-workout and make it a utility that is sustainable forever instead of having like the, oh, I need to pick me up. Let me get this uh, pre-workout. And then it's always a pick me up, even if you already picked up, right? Like, so if you're already feeling good and you're already ready and all you want are the pump agents, the things that make you more vascular and beta alanine that helps alleviate the, uh, 
the pressure of lactic acid and all those things that are ailments to your workout, why not make something that has all of those benefits, but none of the addictive qualities? And that's where we are here. So just keep your eyes open for 2019 because uh, it's going to be a very interesting year. And I'm super pumped now. I kind of want to start formulating more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as soon as we wrap yeah. this up, we'll, we but, uh, I'm not do you have any um, personal 2019 like things so you want to change? I've been talking about, and we just talked about this before. So I've been talking about my ebook that I want to write. And I started drafting up and I put ideas out and I'm a very all or nothing person and I need time to sit down and do this and I work full time. So that's why I'm super excited about your, uh, my, your my nutrition job. ebook, a nutrition, I don't think we lifestyle. Talk, I don't think we talked much about lifestyle, nutrition, not mm-hmm. nutrition. Okay. Um, it's more lifestyle than it is nutrition. Uh, mm-hmm. it's more about being honest with yourself and things like that, because I noticed nutrition is great. If you could hand people facts, that's great. You know, like, Oh, eat blueberries, high in antioxidants, very low glycemic index. That only goes blah, so blah, blah, far. Blah, blah. Right. Thank you for that information. Yeah. What the fuck, you know? And say, oh, we'll eat it in the morning. Okay, huh? No, still nothing. If I'm your average Joe and I'm not really thinking about that shit, I don't want to learn necessarily the specifics. I need to change my philosophy on how I approach food in order to appreciate the benefits of food. You know, so that's where I'm going with it. More of the psychological underpinnings of of nutrition and what drives people to eat and what drives people to eat poorly. Uh, How does your ego get in the way? Because a lot of people have ego when it comes to diet and they don't like these foofy like vegan type of ideas. But a vegan diet has a really good concept, but they're missing a couple of proteins, (laughs) you know, and they need (laughs) protein. Um, So it's like all these diets have a philosophy and they also have this uh, have a really deep deeply ingrained uh ideology associated with them and that's something i want to get away from i want to be more open about nutrition and be more honest about it and that's what i want to do with my book yeah. i mean if you could change um, the lifestyle nutrition will follow behind that and it will stick it's not just going to be a month or two month thing you do and then fall behind well you'll notice you'll notice the benefits so that's part of what i want to emphasize in the book is it's not that you have this special diet that makes you feel a certain way. It's you will feel good when you find a diet that works for you. It's a little different, you know, and then that will then be able to be sustained because you will be happy about what you're doing. You'll feel comfortable about what you're doing. You'll believe in what you're doing. So you won't want to change it. A lot of people, it's that first three weeks of dieting and exercise where they're like, this is hard. And then after that, they're like, oh, I miss feeling good. I miss feeling great. Like, I miss that. Well, they, you know, th- let's, let's talk about that. Well, anyway, fin- wrap up your ebook. No, but they, that's, wrap up the, the point. I, it's not finished yet. That, that point. really is the point. The point is for me to get, and on top of that, the reason why I'm not, it's not done yet. And the people asking me on Instagram, I'm sorry, it's not done yet. But like it, there are what we were just talking about, the Kratom and the pre-workout and the, the line that we want to start. I want to do that first. Um, as for the book, that's something that needs my time and diligence. And I want to do that after I'm done working, but like not done working, but done with the pressure of not, you know, your job, not your job, need, job. Yeah, not needing to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be able to take off more time after these five months are up. And then that'll be when I really put my energy in. And I, I need the summer. I need to have that morning cardio sit down. And like, I really need that. That, that was huge right. for me. You're Anyone right. who's followed me on Instagram like the past year, like I was doing cardio every single day. I was doing that to prove a point. And not, also it's not t- even cardio. Eight minutes. It was just like, it was, it was kind of just like a wake up, endorphins, start the sunlight. Engines, man. Start the engines. Yep. That's it. And then just the cascade of positive events that happened after that were just 
it's irresistible. We'll talk about it once summer comes back. Yeah, because it's uh, quite a long ways away. But I want to touch on what you just said before, how you said that um, when people diet, it's like a three weeks of struggle. And then uh, they're like, I want to go back to my old life. That is what the majority of uh, New Year's resolutions are. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to wrap up this podcast soon and just start talking about already 50 minutes. Yeah. Start talking about, you know, how you can go about that correctly. Let's just talk fitness and health right now and how if your New Year's resolution is to change your fitness and health lifestyle, how to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. I want to. Do you have something? Because I want to capitalize on it real quick. So how do you do it? Taking very small steps, because no matter what New Year resolution you have or halfway through the year resolution, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't change you as a person. You are still the same person with the same potential. So do not bite off more than you can chew just because it's the new year. Okay. A lot of people, what I noticed with new year's resolutions, it's because they eat so bad and their lifestyle is so shitty for the holidays, whether it be Thanksgiving up until new year's or just Christmas, like nobody Knowing that the New Year's resolution is going to come or knowing that the New Year can be that pivotal change, people just drop out of like wait, accountability wait for, for those two months. So uh, November and December. And then by the time January hits, you're already so deconditioned to take on such a an intense lifestyle shift that it's just not possible. And you, you fucked yourself. And if you didn't and you kept and you held it down and you were pretty diligent with like dieting but then you kind of let go for christmas you're already set so now let's cap let's tack on another task for you for the new year you know you don't have to make this giant revolutionary shift yeah but let's talk about for the person who is just like downhill right and they're they're using 2019 as like this is it let's write it the best way uh that you go about attaining a goal and i learned this as a trainer is that goal has to be specific has to be measurable, attainable, and realistic. So what that means is you don't just want to set... So let's break it down. Yeah. You don't just want to set a goal that's like, I need to be healthy, and then you just go about it. Like, Mm. that's so broad. So broad. There's a hundred million different things involved in that. Grab something. Grab a goal, specific goal. So let's say it's uh, something that's measurable, right? Let's say it's I want in two months, I want one inch off my stomach, right? Something Mm -hmm. super attainable that you can fit into your life and you have something that's measurable and realistic. Mm -hmm. You're not going to say, I want uh, in one month, I want a whole 10 inches off my stomach. Like if you're big, you know, it's like, well, okay, dude, like chill. You're just, you're setting yourself up for failure. This is setting up yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. So that's how, as a, as an example, I feel like even lower than that, like, Take that and cut it down even further. This week, I want to. Yes, yeah, so you can do that. You can break because it down. You can micro. So one of the things that I've noticed as a trainer and as just somebody who you know help, tries to help people whenever I can, especially when it comes to weight loss and just healthy living, their biggest problem is that we they take on it's such a long range time, uh, time, whatever you want to call it, like, frame. Time frame, it'd be. I don't even know what I want to say with that. Um, The timeline is what I meant to say. Um, Like one month or two months or in three months, I need to do this. It's like you can't conceptualize that as a human. You just you can't. I can't think in that that far ahead. My brain is just not set up for it. But I can 
help myself for today, tomorrow, and maybe three days after that. So figure five days or seven days. Just have a goal for your day-to-day and then feel a certain way. And then from there, make longer distance goals. And then from there, as you solidify your base, make a longer longer distance goal. So make it week by week by week, then month by month by month. I would say do it the other way. Make your macro goals through the year. Like what I just said, two months, one inch off. Have that in your head. And then from there, make micro moves. That's Well, the time in which that happens is fine. Okay. It, it, then, yeah. So we're basically talking in retrograde. It's the same shit. But like having specific goals for the week that you start in general. So if you made your macro goal first, yes, obviously people want to be healthy. So like, yes, I want that as my macro goal. And then in two months, I'd like to have like, you know, 30 pounds off. That'd be great. That'd be a great attainable goal. For someone who's really heavy. Yeah. Um, and then from there you say, okay, well, how would I get there? So let's break it down week by week is what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Turn so it we're on micro, the same page. Micro yeah. goals. But what I'm saying is just for me, like psychologically, I notice a lot of people get intimidated with that two month thing and they get so caught up on that that they can't sit back for the five days and just say, well, all I have to do today is just boil some, uh, boil, fuck that's gross. Boil, <laughs> roast some veggies, uh, cook a steak. And, you know, boil some sweet potatoes and I need to get this prep for the week. And then for the week you have food now. And now for the week you say, okay, I need to portion out these food, this food for X amount of days. And then that'll give you results immediately. And then you'll feel good. And then you'll be able to make another week's uh, goal. Yes. So let's talk specifics too. What you should do if you're the person going in here for fitness and health, new year, new you. Specifics, honestly, for the first like week of the new year, I would just focus on drinking more water. Just something small like that. Make it your fucking daily mission every day to be like, I need more water. I need more water. I need more water. And just continue doing that for a week straight. Yeah. Set an alarm on your phone. See if you can even hold that down. Because if you can't hold, if you can't do that, just drink more water. I mean, good luck (laughs) losing weight and keeping it off. It's commitment, bro. And a lot of people waking up, like, have you ever noticed waking up after you slam water, how much better you feel? Yes. Just waking up. I mean, or drinking problem, it before you go to bed. Yeah, I mean that drinking before I go to bed sucks because I wake up and I have to piss. Do you? you so I stopped. In? I stopped. I wake up. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> gotta pee. All right, get up, and then I go pee. But waking up and just slamming water, like how important that is, with a little bit of pink salt and lemon, it's a wrap, man. Your your day is off to a great start, especially if you like woke up at you know five thirty in the morning, and you're like, all right, I still have another hour, two hours to sleep. Drink the water then. And then you'll wake up and be like, oh, wow, what? And then you'll be ready to go. And then after that, you'll remember how much water has helped you because you're 60% yep. water. Like, drink it. Get it in there. So do that Do that your first week, right? Now, let's say you want to start a workout program. Uh, Frank and I have, well, we work with this company, uh, MAPS programs they're called. We have programs for people who are starting off. Uh, we have programs for people who are immobile and can't move. And they're very, very... Simple to use, but very complex for results programs. I've never seen a workout program this comprehensive made by people that I've trusted more in my life. Um, it's it's not our product. Just yeah, so you it's know. not our product. It's not our we, product. We promote we're it. referring you. Yep. Um, and the only reason why we're doing this is because we constantly get questions and I personally cannot do what these guys do. Yeah. There's They're no very way. Smart There's guys. so much more experience than I am when it comes to training. And I really only, one thing about being a personal trainer and being someone who makes uh, programs like this 
when you first start, if you're young, you just understand textbook facts. And those don't usually translate very well to real life application. Then over time, you start to gain experiences with yourself, who is just one subject, one test subject. And if you don't have, like for me, I haven't been a trainer for a while now, in over a year, I haven't been a trainer. And even when I was, it was kind of just a side job. I didn't really care too much. I wasn't making these giant plans, elaborate plans. So I kind of got a couple of people's, uh, a couple examples where, you know, something worked and then something didn't work. Something that I believed would have worked, didn't work. And you need a bunch of time in your life of trial and error and application in order to know what works. And then you have to know how to convey that message to the person for it to stick. And all of these different things you need to understand, not just the textbook and what a leg extension does and what muscle it hits. It doesn't mean shit. You need to know how to communicate something to somebody and to sell an online workout plan. Like I, hard. I've done it a couple of times and dude, I need to either write it from scratch every single time or I'm fucking them. I'm completely screwing somebody and saying, ah, 150 bucks here. Here's the thing I already had typed out. I'm going to change a little bit here and there because you're, you're stronger than the person I wrote this originally for, or you're weaker than them. And like, I'm going to change some of the numbers. That's it. You know? And like, I don't have the time to sit there and write it out. It would be so expensive for you, you know? And it's like, I just that happy medium, there was nothing. So for us to get this company involved, I mean, we look up to these fucking guys. Like I was just listening to their podcast before, you know, and it's, it's something that I could stand behind and I feel like it's the yeah. easiest way to get No, I people. wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I say this, I said this to you personally, I think that I get a lot of questions for like, how do I work out? What's the, like, and I don't feel comfortable giving advice because I know, I know a group of people who are so much smarter than me and they have everything laid out. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to make money from you more than I want you to get results. I want you to get those results. So I'm going to send you, even if, even if that means I'm sending you to a different company, I know by buying these programs, you're going to get not only the results you want, but the education. These mm -hmm. programs teach Unreal. you, you learn what you're doing. It's not just, Hey, do this, do this, do this, four sets of 10, three sets of 10. No, mm -hmm. you learn, you learn what you're doing. And it's, they're incredible programs. I'm actually doing the strong, uh, strong program right now mm -hmm. just because I'm eating so much food. So I was like, you know, what would fit perfectly a powerlifting program. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, um, so water. And then if you want to start working out DM Frank or I, we have uh, codes, mm -hmm. we have links to get these programs. And then the third thing is obviously nutrition. Let's say you're someone who doesn't know about nutrition. One of the programs for this company is a, uh, intuitive nutrition guide. So I highly recommend you take that. Or there's a book called Genius Foods by Max Lugavir that I suggest if you really want to learn about nutrition and food, you get this book. Because this is honestly, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, that book opened my mind to the way I eat today. Mm -hmm. It really did. That book and the help of you, of course, it's, really changed how I eat. Yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, that, the guy, Max Lugavere, who wrote the book, I've heard a bunch of, I've heard him on podcasts before I even read a little bit of his book, right? Because I have the audible and I just, I barely even listen to it, right? Because I heard it in the beginning, I was like, all right, I know this stuff and like, it's a little too general for me right now because I want to get some specific answers now. Now I'm at the point where like I have a foundation for nutrition. Yeah, now but you're over, you're over that. I'm talking that's to the people who so, don't know nutrition. They're like, where the fuck do I start? But I still think that's a great book. It's an amazing book, but I don't know if... 
if people would necessarily, unless they're eager. If people are really eager to learn, that's a great book. Well, but yeah, for people you who to- are just starting, that's too intense. I don't think so. Because you have the audible. You don't have the book. The book actually has uh, breakdown recipes in the back and uh, things you could do, oh, grocery lists. Yeah. Okay. Like so the audible is different because I have the audible and the book. Okay. So then there so you it's go. Little, little yeah. Because for me, I'm like, again, like I said before with personal training, like there's the textbook explanation and then there's the real life application with subjective, uh, you know, explanation. Right. So it's like, oh, you personally have this at this time every day or five days out of the week. OK, so you're not going to really be able to do that in midday. So let's just construct a meal plan that'll help you. Oh, you get to cook at this time. OK, so at 6 p.m., this is when you're, you're you have access to a stove top. OK, this is when I'm going to give you this food, you know, so like everybody needs a personal tailored plan. And on top of that, people have food intolerances. People have different gut biomes. People have different th- acts. They have different, uh, you know, genetics, different makeup. So. I, for me, when there's meal plans to give out, like I feel like it needs to go into deeper depth. You need to person. be with the person. You got to be with them. Months. Yeah, exactly. So like meal plans like that are kind of bullshit. So when we're referring people to to maps, I mean, it's the only way I would ever give somebody a PDF or a pamphlet hmm. and say, "Look, you'll you'll actually get results from this and you learn know? and, and learn. learn exactly." So do you have any books that you'd like to honestly no suggest? No, I don't because. The books that I read are just to advance my learning yeah. even further, to be honest. And then another thing I would suggest, uh, this one is probably going to be the hardest one, honestly, is changing up your surroundings or your friend groups or... Um, inflammatory people. Yeah, inflammatory people. Uh, if you find yourself, you're the only one in your family or friend group who wants to be healthy all of a sudden... I guarantee you, you're going to get so much fucking pushback from everyone around you. They're going to make fun of you, like jokingly, because they're your friends or family, but you're going to get pushback. And it's hard because you're trying to change your lifestyle and then the people close to you are making fun of you. mm -hmm. Look at you with your fucking Tupperware over there. Yeah. And it's like, it's like you're trying to push a car, you know, like how when you first try to push a car. And there's like 10 people holding it. There's people in the front just like (laughs) kicking it forward, just kicking it. And like they're stopping your momentum and it's hard to gain momentum if you're trying to make change and people around you are just not on the same page as you. So just cut those inflammatory people out of your life. I don't care how hard it is. How bad do you cut them be or healthy? sit down and talk with them? Have a serious discussion because I'm telling yeah. you, it might sound weird that I'm saying this is going to happen, but I guarantee you it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. It they will. will push back on you just for being healthy. It sounds so fucking stupid as I'm saying it. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But it's true. I've seen it. You've seen it. It just happens and it's either you sit them down and like talk to them like, okay, listen, it's funny, fun and jokes, but I'm really trying to make a change here. You need to lay off me a little bit. Or if it gets to the point where it's like a friend who's just so poison, so much bad shit is coming from it's like cut that off, like make that change because that's a big part too. Mm -hmm. If you're surrounded by people who aren't into it at all and they don't want to have any part in it, you're going to find yourself having a tough time staying committed to it. You're just going to get dragged right back into, you know, whatever your old lifestyle is that you don't want anymore. Exactly. Yeah, because it, it's a lifestyle. It's not just a diet. It's not like, oh, this kid's eating bananas now. Ugh, what a loser. Instead of it being like, 
no, I'm actually I'm along with my bananas. I'm trying to get eight hours of sleep. I'm doing cardio in the morning. I'm going to the. I'm making sure I get to the gym drinking four times water. a week. I'm dr- I'm drinking water. I don't want to go out with you guys on Friday night and get trashed and then ha- be backlogged for two or three days after that and be dehydrated. And yep. you know, I think clearer. I'm more productive at work. Yeah. I'm happier when I'm around my kids, my family, everything. I'm I'm a better person. Exactly. And I don't think people can handle that that scrutiny initially. When they're no. not, there's no results. So it's like, oh, why are you doing that, huh? You feel better now? No, well, I don't feel better yet. Yeah, no, I really don't, actually. Like, this isn't really doing anything for me. Yeah, because you're around toxic people, and it takes a while. And you have to recalibrate your system. It's a whole lifestyle change. Like, it's not just going to happen overnight, you know? But you will be goddamn happy that you did it. Because I made the switch seven years ago, and I don't even know what it's like to be miserable alone anymore. I, d- I really don't because I'm healthy. I'm happy. Like I'm, I don't care how much money I'm making. I don't care if I'm with a girl or not. Any of those things, like it doesn't really matter. I'm happy just because I'm healthy. There's, I'm interfacing with the world through a much richer lens because I don't feel inflammation. I'm not just sad because nothing's happening. There's no stimulation. I'm happy because I'm healthy. Because if I sat thing. down and just watched thing. TV right now, I'd be like, okay, I feel like I'm not doing anything, but I'm happy with like what I've become what I've built, who I am and how I feel. So you always have that. Your health is all you ever have. So to ever deny your health for other people's acceptance of you, just know that they don't even accept themselves if they can't accept you for that. That's what it comes down to. If someone's not happy for you to be successful, then who the fuck are they? Then what is their purpose in your life? Do you want that? Do you want someone in your life that has this hold on your satisfaction as an individual? Do you want somebody to to elevate you only when it elevates them, but then pull you down whenever it threatens their well-being, but you know it does good for you? Like, that sucks. That's hard to be around. You don't want to be around somebody who's like, oh, shit, uh, Frank or Justin, they're making progress. i got to pull that away from them. I don't like that. But most of the time, they don't even say that. It's just like head. subconsciously, they just do it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, there's a voice subconsciously. Yeah. The devil on your shoulder and the angel on your shoulder. Those are the voices saying, like, oh, I don't like that. That makes me uncomfortable. Fuck that. And also know that if that's your goal for 2019, your resolution, uh, fitness and health, know that you're not going to accomplish your dream goal, your dream body or whatever it may be in 2019. Fitness and health does not work like that. It takes years. It's a process, a big process. I mean, if I take myself, I'd say, you know, this year was the best physique I ever had. But I started working out six years ago and I didn't have the goal of I want that body that I have now six years ago for that year. No, it was just, okay. let's see what I'm what I can do this year, how much progress I can make, how much better I can get, how much more I could learn. So don't don't be mad at yourself if it's still 2019 and it's closing off the year and you're, you know, you're still maybe five, 10 pounds over what you want it to be. It's like, dude, you've made progress. You've learned. Have you changed mentally? If you've changed mentally, then you're good. Mm. You know? Yeah. No, hundred percent. And I feel like the journey is, it is that it is, there's no destination, you know? So just enjoy the process, make it align with your life, make it align with your lifestyle. Uh, the things that you like to do that are outside, I mean, uh, outside of fitness and nutrition. And if you can do that, you'll be on the road to a better you. And it's just going to take time. It's all it is. It's super simple. But that's like, if you don't start now, then you never start. And then you will never get there. 
But if you start now and you do little things, you're at least building yourself a foundation. So do yourself a favor. Start this year off. Drink some water. For the first week, just drink more water than you you normally do. And just being conscious of drinking more water than you normally do shows that you're doing something for yourself, which will then translate into maybe making a better decision for your nutrition throughout the day. Because you'd be like, oh, man, I'm full from drinking all this water. Or, you're, or you'd be like, I've been focusing on doing better for myself so i'm not gonna order with my job and go uh you know order lunch with everybody and get that veal parmesan that i wanted i'm gonna get you know a salad with grilled chicken and avocado or something and like you make that one change because you feel better about yourself and I then hate promoting you f- salads i gotta say i hate promoting salads. so do i but if there's people because people's there, wrap. people's idea of a salad is like romaine lettuce Ugh. grilled chicken <laughs> and an avocado and that's it and it's just like it's not bad if it's spinach Grilled yeah, chicken, no, olive know. oil, and an avocado. You're not really that bad, you know? Yeah, uh, I just hate promoting sedent- salads because of people's so thought process of what a salad Only is. Only reason I said that. Only yeah. reason I said that is because if they're going to fucking Duncan, Vinny's I get Pizzeria, yeah. you know, Vinny's Pizzeria has got to have a spinach salad with, you know. How about instead of that, you have your food prepped already for you and you don't have to worry about food. It's just there, right there in your lunchbox. Step one, very hard to do. People are starting. Yes. Like, oh, hold on. Maybe. Let me buy all these potatoes, all this meat, all this. There's also you know, companies vegetables. that you could buy pre-made meals. You can. A lot of people. If you're on Long Island, X well Factor is a great one. A lot of people do well with that. But a lot of people also look at that and say, oh, I don't know if I want this pre-made already. And like, they just don't like looking at the same container over and over again. Yeah. Sometimes but I, I used to get uh, right New away. Vision Nutrition and they have so many options. Just rotate. And yeah. they, they cook it and then flash freeze it and ship it to you. And it's just like it was just made and flash frozen. So everything, I don't know. It's a, it's a, that's I'm another, that's it. another outlet. If you really, if you're, I mean, if you're someone who doesn't like cooking, you fucking hate it, and you you claim to have no time for cooking, invest in a meal prep company. If yeah. you're if you're really serious about change, yeah. All this stuff we're saying is if you're really serious. Because yeah. if you're not, and you just say, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fit this year. I'm gonna be fit in 2019. But you're not serious, like fuck off, dude. You're not, yeah. or girl. You're like not. You're, you're not doing time. anything. You're wasting your time. You're wasting everyone's time that you ask questions for. You're wasting your money when you get the gym membership in January and you only go for two months. Bro, how packed is the gyms in January? Every year it never it. fails. I don't want to talk about all it. these people. Think about how much people go in January and then just disappear. Every year it's the same people. It never stops. Yeah. Well, they're usually to appease people around them. Usually it's like, oh, my wife thinks I'm fat. I got to go. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, all right, did she forget? Okay, yeah, she forgot. All right, cool. I'm going to stop going. You know, and just some people don't know. I heard this the other day and I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. Um, peep, if people were able to sample a fit and healthy body. Yes, I heard this too. Was it a podcast? Day, and that was a meme. I saw oh. it on a meme. Um, if they were able to sample a fit body for at least a day or two. Never go back. They would never go back. Just gonna leave you with that. That's it. And then you'll know what I mean. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> so uh, with that, we hope you guys. Well, have... hold on. This this won't. This is our last podcast till January eighth. January tenth. January tenth. Yeah, because the eighth I will be. Yeah, we have nothing stockpiled for you guys. Which is fine because it'll give them enough time to work out the kinks in there their uh, new yes, year's resolution yes. and so if we'll you want to back. stay up to date with us make sure you follow our personal accounts yes because i'll be piglisi and just romano underscore piglisi but underscore yes. piglisi yes, hey yes. how about that um but yeah other than that guys like if you're gonna do this new year's resolution thing just make sure it's obtainable 
and specify exactly what you want so that you know that there's there's a clear line between your goal and just you talking to yourself. Yep. You know, like make sure you know that you want that and then make it a point to achieve that and yeah, make start it chunking it in little week long uh, segments. segments. Add in Good. the water. Fucking reach out reach out for us for the programs we'll be gl- i'll be glad to talk to you back and forth about what you can use specifically like which one would fit you because yeah. there's there's like 30 of them yeah so if you actually have a question about workout plans and like you just you don't know which one's right for you this your answer we have it the answer's here so yeah just, i wouldn't lead you yeah. in the wrong way like i said like i'm not even making we're not making money off money this. from this it's a different company yeah so and then uh what was the other thing what did we say Genius Foods, the book Genius Foods, read into that. Yeah. And then uh, sleep. You mentioned that before. We didn't really highlight it as a topic, but sleep is important. beat that shit like a dead horse, man. Just go to bed. And and you just got to have fun with it, bro. And your surrounding, make your surrounding nice. Make, like, enjoy your friends. Make sure you enjoy your friends. If you don't enjoy them, drop them. That sounds mean, but fuck it. And it sounds oversimplified, but you're really just addicted to them. You have some sort of connection that you can't let go of. Do it. You'll feel great. So right, with guys. that, happy New Year's, guys. Yeah, happy be safe 2019. Out there. Try not to go out. I don't know why people go out on New Year's. It doesn't really make much sense. To me. I don't go think I've out ever out. went out. No, I, when I've I worked as a bartender, I was obviously well, yeah, bartending. Make money. Yeah, I made so much money. But, uh, <laughs> my God, people going out now. It's like, oh, you're really going to do that? Oh, then you're going to get home at 6 a.m. And then your whole rhythm is going to be messed up. And then there goes your resolution. Yeah, no, mine's always with family. I'm, just, yeah, I'm sure with yours, right? Uh, No, mine's always been different things i've gone out a lot oh did you i'd say like once i was like 22 23 i stopped so the past like three years i've been like meh you guys could keep it <laughs> um but anyway guys thank you so much for listening and if you could please just scroll down hit us with the five star and a little comment we would love that appreciate you guys bye guys see, see you in 2019 see you next year i'm not fucking leaving <laughs>